Earthly Comforts. I am your host, Madison Cooper, and on today's episode, I interview Troy Saxton. He is head of category and advertising management at Common Market, and he's going to give us an inside scoop on what he does and what Common Market does for the Frederick community. If you don't already know, Common Market is an organic grocery store that's been home to the Frederick community for nearly 40 years. They've done a lot of good for the community and continue to do a lot of good. So without further ado, here's the interview. On the day-to-day basis, what do you exactly do? Well, it's kind of funny. I kind of got a hybrid job. Uh, I, I do uh, category management and the marketing. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, with the marketing, my job is to get people into our store. Okay. That, that's, that's the only thing that you know marketing's for, is to advertise your business and get people to come in. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, on the other side of my job as category manager, I got to make sure I got the products people want, the prices are right, and people want to return shop. Uh, so I got on one hand, get them to the store, and on the other hand, keep them in the store and keep them coming back. So it can okay. be pretty challenging, to say yeah. the least, because they both kind of tie together, but they're completely different kind of skill set needed to balance both of those out. Uh, marketing day-to-day, you know, um, we have a couple things that are, you know, bigger projects that we're always working on. We do a monthly newsletter called The Spoonful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have what we'll work on, like, you know, going out to farms and taking pictures, writing articles about farms, you know, trying to highlight as much local uh, producers and products as we can within the Spoonful magazine. Uh, we also try to have, you know, uh, knowledgeable things in there, like what is organic chocolate? You know, how do you how do you buy a good organic chocolate and feel good about it with all the child labor things going on? Yeah. And so we try to make sure we have some content as well in those uh, in the Spoonful magazine where we can kind of educate some of the customers on what it is that's important to, okay. to us. Uh, and also short term for marketing, what we do every day is if you walk our store, we have a litany of signs everywhere. So there's rail posters. Uh, you'll see a high up on the walls. Those are basically shouting out, you know, whether it's uh, values of products, price points of products, or products in general that we carry that we want to highlight that we feel like are you know up and coming trending products or or that we really want people to focus like hey we we carry this mm-hmm. so i guess i can move on to my second question which is more like geared toward my uh, project which okay. is on like organic and then plant-based foods and diets and stuff so i read a survey saying that like 63 percent of millennials are trying to incorporate plant-based foods do you see that in the demographics of like who shops at your store you know what's interesting is we don't really look at uh or we don't have a way to look at demographic of, of who's buying what, okay. you know, per se. But I can tell you that, and this is a funny, funny story, is a, a general manager has been in the grocery industry you know, probably longer than I've been alive. Uh, and he was challenging me the other day on... Uh, you know, regular dairy does more sales, double sales, than plant-based dairy. Oh, my God. And I said, I don't know, but I don't know. And it's kind of funny. It's pretty close neck and neck, but plant-based is beginning to outsell, you know, mm-hmm. conventional, you know, organic even, of dairy products. And so you're seeing a big shift in this. And I think it's, uh, you know... I think it starts with the young people, and I think brand gets recognition, and, and a lot of stuff gets out there, and I think then it goes over to the older crowd, and those people begin to, you know, dip their toes in, you know, what is all this hype about, right. you know? But you're definitely seeing a more 
you know, which is great for us, a more health conscious uh, baby boomers. So people that are in like the later years of their life, yeah. they, they, they want to be healthy. They want to find out a way to stay out of the doctor, stay off of medication as much as they can. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing a lot of those people in here. Okay. And then you're seeing the millennials. And, and, and it's not just they're interested in eating healthy. You're seeing people that are, are, are spending their money and and essentially voting with their dollars mm-hmm. on, on products that have a mission. There's something mm-hmm. behind them. They're not just making, you know, Coca-Cola uh, CEOs and execs rich. You know, mm-hmm. these people are spending their money on rebel drinks where 5% of the sales go to combat uh, human trafficking mm-hmm. or Theo's chocolate where all the money goes back to the South American, you know, you know, country to give the workers fair pay and to make sure that there's no child labor going on. So you're starting to see the younger generation realizing that through buying products where the mission aligns with how they feel Mm -hmm. uh, is really voting on those companies and then more people carry them because the sales are going up and so the millennials are doing a great job of driving you know these companies that are small that have great missions into mm-hmm. being bigger companies and as they become bigger uh, the older people are then you know turned on to them who you know really didn't know much about it so I think it's a great thing in this you know we're lucky in the space we are right now except for there's so many competitors now but we're lucky in the fact that you know People are starting to realize that, you know, what you put in your body does matter. And mm-hmm. what we've been told over the years that we should eat is really a bunch of dumbed down, horrible, you know, pesticide, you know, products that are actually killing us, mm-hmm. but they're making people rich. And so they, yeah. they you know, power to the people are becoming more smarter mm-hmm. and, and realizing these things and, mm-hmm. and, and buying the products that matter to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my next question was, do you think, it kind of jumps off that That's last fine. question, but yeah. like, do you think that influences where you guys are putting your new store because it's so close to like Hood's campus and was it just kind of an opportunity because the Safeway closed? Like what kind of... Yeah, definitely. So so it's kind of, you, you probably picked the right person to ask this question because I'm on the other side of Safeway. Uh, I was definitely against it. So it's kind of interesting. So for me, and uh, I... I I'd have to say if, if you ranked all the people at the common market of who has the most influence, there's the general manager. He ru- rules the roost. Right. Uh, there's a CFO. You know, she's got – I would probably say I'm like – fifth in line from mm-hmm. the top people who make the decisions. But I was a big naysayer on 7th Street, I won't lie. Oh, wow. I thought that you know it was concerning to me that we would can basically cannibalize our own sales at this store, because that mm-hmm. is going to happen. Uh, and we're going into an unknown location, uh, and we don't even know what those sales are going to be, but we do know we're going to take our own sales away from ourselves. To me, that seems crazy. Mm-hmm. you know. But um, in the last, I'd say, six months, I've been doing a lot of guerrilla marketing. We're at all first Saturdays in the streets, at the fair, you know, really all over the place in Frederick at the ground level talking to people, mm-hmm. uh, talking about our new store. And through that, so many people have said to me how inconvenient our current location is and they don't mm-hmm. shop here and how excited they are that we're going to be on that side of town mm-hmm. that I've kind of changed my tune and realized what a great opportunity it is. I mean, our current store, there's no residential foot traffic. The new store, there's tons of residential and foot traffic. Mm-hmm. You get the people from downtown are excited. Hood College is excited. The F, let me change the acronym, whatever. FMH is excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Fort Detrick people are like, great, I have a easy access to accessible, healthy, local foods, this is great. And so 
as much as I thought at the beginning, this is a terrible idea. What are we doing? I've come to realize that, you know, this is going to be great, not only for our local producers and local farms, because they're going to double, hopefully, mm-hmm. what they sell us. Mm-hmm. And their business is going to grow. And then we're doubling. And our business is going to grow. But we're going to be able to serve a community on the other side of town that doesn't have access to clean, healthy, organic foods. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, access to help build local products, local vendors, local suppliers, items as well, which helps our, and this is what Common Market's all about. When you look at us, 90% of what we sell, you can get at Target, Costco, Wegmans, Walmart even has organic foods now. Mm -hmm. You can get it everywhere. So what is the... What is the driver that differentiates us from those people? Mm -hmm. And it is local. We try to carry as many local products, support as many local businesses, and it's important to us because that's keeping money in our community. We're growing our community. You know, know, if we carry a brand called Sweet Farms, they're out of uh, 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 Woodsboro. Mm Through a second store, we're going to double the amount of stuff we buy for them, and that's going to create probably potentially them having to hire another person to keep up with our demand so that here we're creating more jobs for people you know mm-hmm. and, and then we're buying more stuff for them and we're strengthening their company we're not just focused on strengthening national brands and making CEOs and shareholders rich we want to focus on keeping our money in our community and strengthening Frederick County mm-hmm. yeah so does that influence the because I know you guys have like the I think it's the co like membership thing my mom's like looking into it that's why I'm kind of asking so a little bit about a co-op basically is what you're looking for. So yeah, um, I didn't know much about co-ops before I worked here at all. I essentially came here for a job. Uh, And and a co-op's a great thing and it it gives you pride in where you work and what you do. Mm -hmm. So we're owned by the community. So a little background on that is uh, 40 years ago, three families got together and and they were trying to source better foods for their families. They Mm -hmm. couldn't find it at... Uh, that's 40 years ago, so I don't know what grocery stores were around. Uh, they couldn't find it at Safeway Giant or whoever was the bit major conventional grocer back then. They couldn't find these foods. They wanted to feed their kids better food. So what they did is they pulled their money together, the three families. They drove down to D.C. They bought, the, bought things in bulk, brought them back, divided them up in, in between the three families, and they got the foods they were looking for. And then their friends started finding out, where are you getting this organic almond butter from? You know, this is great. We want to give it to our family, too. So then more people join, more people join, more people join until it became a buying club. And then from a buying club, we became a co-op. And so we're basically everybody pays if they want to be a member. Any, well, first of all, anybody can shop at our store. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be a member, there's some more perks. But you pay a one-time fee of $200. Mm-hmm. You can pay it quarterly, $25 to get started. You get all the benefits right away, and you just pay it off quarterly. And what that allows you to do is uh, we have some perks for the members. So one of the best perks is Owner Appreciation Month. So three times a year on an Owner Appreciation Month, anytime during that month as an owner of the co-op, you can come in and do a big shop and get 10% off of everything you buy. So this is a time people stock up on canned goods, buy cases of things, and really feel like, I, I think I always buy laundry, tons of laundry detergent, barred soap, toothpaste. I buy all those things that I know I'm going to need. Uh, but I buy it all at once because I'm going to get 20 or 10% off um, mm-hmm. as an owner. Um, also, we track your sales throughout the year. So at the end of the year, if we're profitable, which we always are and have been, um, mm-hmm. we share that money back with our owners. Mm-hmm. And so depending on what you spend and some sort of metrics they do in the back end, the board of directors, you get a patronage rebate check back. 
I probably spend, you know, maybe $100 here a week. At the end of the year, I get like $30 back. Mm-hmm. You do that a couple times, it pays for that $200 you right. know, membership fee. Mm-hmm. Another great perk is, uh, this is my favorite perk, if you have uh, uh, like a water, five-gallon water jug or you have like a water dispenser at your house, you can fill up your water here with reverse osmosis filtered water for free if you're an owner. Mm-hmm. You can come here, get the water. You don't have to go to another place and pay $0.39 cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. Get it all for free if you're an owner. Another perk is special orders. If you're an owner and you want to buy a case of honesty, off our shelf you take that retail cost and just take 12% off of it mm-hmm. and you can get a case of anything in our store you can ask us to find items we don't even sell and you get 12% off of the cases of products so there's mm-hmm. a bunch of perks to be an owner mm-hmm. but at the end of the day anybody can shop here get the sale prices the coupons mm-hmm. the, the, you know there's all sorts of perks also to people that aren't owners but we are a co-op and we're member based and owned by the community and do you think all of those little perks like really influence, like differentiate you from like the Targets, the Walmarts and stuff like Oh, of like course, that? Yeah. of course. But I think more than that, what's really interesting, I'm sure there's a, a set of people who do it just for the return on the investment, yeah. which is the, uh, the the owner appreciation months, right. patronage rebate, the special order stuff, the free water. There are a ton of people that, that, that that's what matters to them. What do I get? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. But I would say probably three-fourths of the people, mm-hmm. uh, they do it for the cause. Mm-hmm. They, they they do it because they want to see a thriving co-op, you know, exist. They don't they don't want to see more big box stores taking down smaller mom and pop places. And so they 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 like what we did. Our our values as a co-op aligns with their personal values. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people join for that thing. They 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 think what we're doing and the way we're doing it and how that affects Frederick as a community is way worth $200 to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. So we get a lot of people that join and then later uh, move, Mm -hmm. and they still keep their membership open. And one of the great things about the membership is it's 100% refundable. Mm -hmm. So you can become a member, be a member for two years, and be like, I want my $200 back. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's a process to get that back. And and to my tenured ship working here for 13 years, Mm -hmm. nobody has never not got their money back. Uh Everybody, if you're requesting, usually gets it back. Okay. Yeah. And on the phone the other day when I called you, you mentioned Thanksgiving and how like that's a big time of the year. And I was kind of curious, are more people shopping organic for Thanksgiving now? You know, I, I wish I had an answer to that question. <laughs> but, uh, well, in general, the busiest time for grocery stores are Thanksgiving. Right. So it's like our Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the five days leading up to Thanksgiving. We'll do over we'll do about two percent of our annual sales in five days. Oh, wow. So it's big, big for us. And uh, and it's a big event for the fact that for customers to come in and get everything they need and feel satisfied and leave on Thanksgiving ends up people shop with us again for Christmas. And if we mm-hmm. do everything right on Christmas, they shop with us again on New Year's. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, if we have people pre-order turkeys and we don't deliver on those turkeys, mm-hmm. those people aren't coming back. So it is literally the biggest time of the entire year wow. of we can't get this wrong. We've got to get this right. Are more people shopping organic and buying organic turkeys and st- or, or natural turkeys? You know, we continually year every year have growth. So, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we monitor that a couple ways. We monitor transaction counts because we can't actually monitor how many customers come in, but we can mm-hmm. monitor how many people buy, how many transactions happen. Mm-hmm. Some are employees. Some people eat lunch and go through once and then shop and then go through twice. So, but we, we judge our success on sales and transaction counts, and those continue to climb each and every year as more people become aware of the importance of healthy 
healthy, nutritious foods in their body. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think that was like all of my questions. You kind of bundled a lot of what I had. Um, yeah. I think yeah. that was great. Yeah, and I can say just on a side note about a co-op is, is, is you know, I, I originally came here just for a job. Um, mm-hmm. I've been here for 13 years, and the reason I continue to be here is this is such an opportunity at the common market. Mm-hmm. If you come to the common market and you start out at an entry-level position and you work hard and you're dedicated and you care and, and, and you, you, you give it your all, mm-hmm. the sky's the limit, you right. know. And I've stuck around here because I've had so many opportunities I wouldn't got other places. I came on as a lead cashier, and then I made it to be a lead grocery store and then an assistant grocery manager then I was assistant cafe manager then I was the grocery manager then I was the front end manager and then I was the you know customer service manager and I was assistant store manager and now I've become you know the marketing manager and the category mm-hmm. manager and it's you know there's just I would never have gotten this opportunity somewhere else. And, mm-hmm. and the common market, you know, we love to hire people from our own community and we love to train them and grow them into success and give these opportunities to people. With the expansion of a second store, we're going to have the opportunity to hire another 120 people out of the Frederick community that don't currently have jobs, mm-hmm. can get jobs. And those people have the opportunity I had to make a career out of it if they want to and really learn skills they wouldn't necessarily learn somewhere else per say mm-hmm. but would give this opportunity like I never would have went to school for marketing ever I'm not even interested in it what, whatsoever mm-hmm. but I've been given the a, cho- a chance mm-hmm. to learn how to be a marketing manager on the job learning for free mm-hmm. you know and and where I thought I wasn't interested in something like this I really do enjoy marketing and like marketing and mm-hmm. and and I wouldn't take it back not working in marketing now that I have. Mm -hmm. It's given me an opportunity to design billboards, Mm -hmm. make radio ads, do TV ads with Comcast, you know, um, you know, pretty much everything. And and I've got this experience now that if it wasn't for the common market, I probably never would have had, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's a great place. And another thing about working in a co-op is getting more than you asked for now. Um, Another (laughs) thing about working at the co-op is if I worked at Target and I went in there Target's this big, giant conglomerate, hundreds and hundreds of stores. I'm some entry-level employee at the ground level. You're done. I I don't really care. You know, I don't really care. I'm going to do the job that's asked of me, but I don't really care to to ask questions about Mm -hmm. why is it this way? How can I make it better? Is Mm -hmm. this really have the right margin on this product? Are we making a profit off of it? Mm -hmm. Oh, I just saw an employee steal. You know, Mm -hmm. to me, the common market is my own business. And I look at it like that. When Mm -hmm. I walk the back rooms, um, you know, what's in the fridge? Are people taking products and putting them in the fridge? Is there anything being, you know, smashed and hidden in the trash can? Mm -hmm. You know, I see a, of bread that's out of stock on, on, on the floor. I just don't accept that it's not here. I call the local bakery and say, hey, I need more bread for my customer. Mm-hmm. So I really look at this as, as, as part of my, like I own this and it gives me great satisfaction when I go home and I know that I've helped make Common Market successful. I've, I've helped, you know, us grow from 60 employees to 120 employees. You know, I can make a difference, not only in the community, you know, but also at the common market. And and I can help us grow our sales, which then we can donate more money through our bring a bag for change. I mean, there's so many ways to affect Frederick County just from inside the common market. And it's really awesome. And I don't think that any other business as far as retail business within Frederick, you can kind of say that about where you can go home and feel good about what you've done. Mm -hmm. Target, I would go home and I'd probably be like, 
I don't really care. Yeah. You know, what's, what's, you know, I mean, who cares about making targets of money or lost targets of money? I don't really care. But I go home and I've made something great happen at the common market for somebody. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Last year, for example, I came up with this idea on Thanksgiving to partner with the local radio station down here, Key 103, mm-hmm. to give away three turkeys. Oh. Three turkeys. And so we had uh, four days before Thanksgiving last year. They came out and did a live broadcast out front of our store. Anybody who showed up uh, uh, and uh, could get a raffle ticket and three people won turkeys mm-hmm. cool but what was really cool about that is two of those three people that won those turkeys called me back the next day mm-hmm. and cried on the phone and said you know my husband just got diagnosed with cancer you know we've had the hardest you know time this year and we weren't going to have a thanksgiving mm-hmm. and it was god sent that you guys did this and i won this turkey mm-hmm. it's giving me the chills right now wow. and 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 that that's you know I can't say enough about that and, and that didn't need to happen it could have not happen but just through an idea of somebody like me who has access to be able to make that happen for somebody mm-hmm. and then someone in my community where I live actually called me back and explained to me how that affected their lives mm-hmm. and it's crazy it was almost the same story from two of the three people had called me and the ladies cried on the phone and like I almost started crying mm-hmm. and it's just that, that ain't happening at, at Walmart or Target or Wegmans or anywhere. That yeah. happens at the common market. And mm-hmm. that, that, that happens to, you know, not some CEO made some extra money. No, someone in our community that was in need got that help through a decision that we're able to make. It's, it's a great feeling. It's mm-hmm. awesome. You know? Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Well, one of the things that, you know, moving forward, when we get to 7th Street, I'd like to see us focus on, and I don't mm-hmm. have any promises to that. I would like us to find a, a way, you know, to, it's $200 membership. Not everybody mm-hmm. has $200. Is there a way that we can have those same benefits and offer those same perks mm-hmm. to people who maybe aren't financially able to yeah. to to afford it. Uh-huh. And what I mean by that is, you know, I've, I've seen other co-ops do this where if you make under a certain threshold of money, it's on you to bring in that proof to me and mm-hmm. I can get you a membership to the common market for 50 bucks, mm-hmm. 25 bucks, whatever that number is, but some discounted thing. And it's good for one year. Mm-hmm. And then in one year it drops off until you can come back in and show me. Cause mm-hmm. that's the hardest part I think is how do I police this thing? Yeah, you know? yeah. But you put some of it on the consumer to say like, we have this great program for people who, you know, financially aren't as well off as others mm-hmm. and we have a great program for you but you have to do your part of bringing in documents showing us and right. then we can work with you and then in a year unfortunately you're gonna have to do the same thing right. but it's kind of partnering together to find a way to have to make sure everyone in our community has access to, mm-hmm. to and the same opportunities and chances to access to foods that are good for them you mm-hmm. know not just you know some people literally can only afford to eat at mcdonald's right and, and it's yeah I ate there the other night. Tell anybody. <laughs> it's um, like that sometimes, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to be all fast food soda and everything when I started working here. Yeah. And through working here and having like-minded people that are health conscious and pointing out to you all the benefits and then beginning to eat healthier foods, mm-hmm. it literally changed your life. Like I normally, like I, I might go to McDonald's like once every three months and mm-hmm. it's usually because my kids bother me for a happy meal. Yeah, yeah. Every kid deserves a happy right. meal, you know. Uh, it, it, but, but it's... You know, we got to find a way at some point, and I can't make any promises, but it's definitely on our mind. We're always thinking about it. It's how to make a common market a place for everybody to shop and not make it to seem like exclusively to people who have more money. You know, mm-hmm. and that, that's a tough thing because everything that we do costs money, and and how we pay for those things 
is our prices mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff. And so it makes it very difficult because we want to balance value, right? Fair, you know, you know, good pricing, but we also want to pay our, our, our right. lowest paid employee fifteen dollars an hour. Wow. We want to give them paid time off and benefits. Uh-huh. We we want to, you know, all the recycling we do in our store, we have to, you know, send it places and pay for the boxes for collection. And we we sure we could do more, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you got to balance. We could do all these great things, but is our consumer going to pay two more dollars for a box of macaroni and cheese yeah. to make all these initiatives for recycling and initiatives, you know, for mm-hmm. fair pay and and, 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 and fair wages? Mm-hmm. Does our consumer want to see what that looks like? And, yeah. and, and, and unfortunately, you know... Sustainability they, is expensive. <laughs> they don't want to. It is. It yeah. is. We do this thing. We mail, like batteries back you know you can drop off your used batteries here light bulbs we mail back you know baby food pouches potato chip bags Mm -hmm. we have all these initiatives that all cost money to make happen and we want to do more Mm -hmm. but we have to balance that like how do we pay for it because we can't go out of business at the same time you know it's it's really you know it's you know and there's so much greenwashing that goes on and it makes it hard for us you know like for instance, there's a major competitor in town for us. I won't say any names, and and you know they recycle bl- brittle plastics. Uh, we don't. Our consumer hates the fact that we don't recycle brittle plastics. Uh. <laughs> the problem is, is Frederick County doesn't take those brittle plastics. Mm-hmm. When you go dig deeper at the major competitor in Frederick that does take them, and you ask them some questions, they'll tell you it's gone to the landfill. But oh. it's a storewide policy, and their stores are on all different states and everything. Mm-hmm. It's a storewide policy that they collect this brittle plastic and make it seem like they recycle it and most of them they do across the country but not in frederick county because they don't recycle it in frederick county Mm -hmm. uh there's two major players that do that the other major player that's in our field of store when you ask them about it they said they're between vendors of who they're selling it to Uh the problem is right now for brittle plastic number two clamshells china and the philippines and that eastern part of uh the world Mm -hmm. they're not buying it from us they don't want our garbage anymore Mm -hmm. so you know and at the same time you know we could say we're just not going to sell plastics anymore but then when when we do that we're going to put ourselves at a giant disadvantage right we get the potential of losing sales and laying people off and losing jobs we don't like plastic as much as anybody else Mm -hmm. we got to find a way you know as a country and as 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 species to figure our way out of this (laughs) because it's it's really unfortunate we we we've done so many things all of our bulk clamshells are now in bags you Mm -hmm. know all of our produce we have paper bags for people to take the produce in we have recyclable little uh berry containers people can use to put things in we've tried everywhere to have everything that we can to support these things where it makes sense and we can still operate a business because trust me our annual sales last year were 22 million mm-hmm. at the end of the day we walk away with like three hundred thousand wow. dollars you know because it's it's ex- the margins on you know the grocery stores are really low uh, there's really high labor and labor costs associated with it. And uh, people can say, oh, $22 million, cattle market's rolling in money. No, not at all. You know, right. it's, it's, it's hard in, in the grocery industry to make money. And we do. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, but it's not what everybody thinks, you mm-hmm. know, and it, it makes it difficult you yeah. know, to make a lot of other things happen as well. Okay. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think you, you gave a, a lot. <laughs> I hope 
hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know I enjoyed sitting down for this interview. Hope you learned something. And who knows, maybe this will convince you to go shop at your local organic grocery store. Or if you're in the Frederick, Maryland area, you will check out Common Market. They have amazing ginger beer. It is phenomenal. I cannot recommend it enough. I like talked about it in my last blog. Uh, Check it out. If you're in Frederick, Maryland, try the ginger beer. I just, I can't rant about it enough. All right. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Again, you are listening to Earthly Comforts Podcast. If you want to hear more ramblings from me about organic foods or the environment, check out my WordPress blog. That's under the same name, Earthly Comforts. It's all lowercase. Also, follow me on Twitter where you can read my tweets where I am yelling at the sky about the environment and social justice issues at Iris Bean. That is Iris Bean with three N's. So it's I-R-I-S-B-E-A-N-N-N. Woo! I have been talking for far too long. (laughs) All right, my lovely listeners, I hope you have a wonderful day, night, whatever it may be. I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. And most importantly, I hope you indulge in all of your earthly comforts.